advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. So in a poll in um, 2001, the uh, like a stripper poll? No, like a like a poll where they you know asked women things. Mm. Oh, like a swimming poll? Yeah, a swimming poll. Okay. Um, they said that the the thickness of the penis contributes more to their sexual pleasure than the length. Mm. So good to know. It's 2001. I mean, that's 19 years ago. Yeah. I, doubt, I mean, everything's kind of, I mean, the vaginas haven't changed really. Yeah. But last year, dicks were high in cholesterol. This yeah. year, they're not. We yeah. can never tell. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. eggs or something. Yeah. 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 So yeah. interesting. Oh, we last, never did a super fight. Uh, oh, we didn't. Fucking Steve. Started out. Steve O. We could start the show with it. Steve O and fucking uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. That's got to happen. Whoopi Goldberger. <laughs> Whoopi. Uh, let's see here. All right. Let's go. So while we're getting the cards, we can. Uh, uh, take care of some um, business. The number one business is I discovered something about uh, my palate and El Yucateco. Let's hear it. So I've always late in the game like, for a new discovery too. Like whenever I'll like when I would come here in pain or just come here for lunch or whatever, and I would get a, a sandwich from around the corner, I would always put a shit ton of black on it, like more than I can tolerate. And I, I had no problem eating the sandwich, no problem tolerating everything. What's the good. sandwich from around the corner you're talking about? Substation? Uh, yeah, substation. Okay. Um, lately, I've been making sandwiches for breakfast, like veggie sandwiches. I've been mixing it with my mustard. I put a lot more in it than I normally do. We had those burritos mm-hmm. midweek. Dude, that burrito, you could feel, that you could fool. fucking delicious. Any dude. good old boy in a pickup truck, you could have handed him that fucking burrito and they would have ate it. But I had a I've, vegan carne asada burrito, Brad. And it was fucking good. Like I, you would eat it. I could have. I shouldn't have told you that right now. I should have been should like, have "Hey, check this burrito." On him. Yeah, it wouldn't have been like the best carne asada burrito you ever had. But if I just gave you a burrito and handed it to you, you'd be like, "Where's this from?" Like Casa de Munoz. You yeah, would have thought it was this like a good burrito from. It tastes like a authentic Mexican restaurant. Where's it from? Burrito yeah. Hens Roost. It was vegan. Hmm. It was. No, much it's not. It's not regularly on their menu. It's like a specialty that rotates in every week. Or two. I'm. I'm very open to vegan food. Like yeah. I've had I've good Dave, stuff. Yeah, I've had stuff, some good yeah. stuff and I've had some bad stuff. I Dude, mean, if, I, I I enjoy trying things because right. you never know. The only thing hold, you know, that was holding me back. Honestly, I mean, I eat Taco Bell. Vegan's that easy? I could do it. Like, It's just. It's not that easy. It's still kind of pricey. That's just Hens Roost. Every other, uh, otherwise I'm going to be eating hummus and fucking rice right, <laughs> because right. I'll get lazy. So, but I took, cause you brought down the bottle of triple X mm-hmm. and I poured oh. some in, into the thing. And as soon as I poured it, I didn't put it on the burrito. I just put it to dip the burrito in. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, that's, that's like way too fucking much triple X for me eating this burrito. Like I'm I'm going to use like 
a fifth of that amount of triple X. What a waste. And I dipped it in there. Lick it off Dave. I ate all of it and almost got more. Yeah. And it never hit me as being hot. And that was when I made my realization because it had a vinegary tomatillo salsa to it. Mm -hmm. And I realized the yellow mustard is vinegary. The vinaigrette on the sandwiches, the vinegary, like when I put, oh, yeah. when yeah. I put the Yucateco with mm. some vinegar and oil, vinegary salsa, vinegary something, or it wasn't vinegary. It was like very limey. It had the mm. lime mm. thing to it. Like it doesn't hit me as hot. It's j- the pure deliciousness is there and the heat just recedes, but it's got to be yeah. delivered with a vinegar package. Yeah, that was, it was great, man. Shout out to Hensers for that burrito. That was a good burrito. Yeah. Like I'm impressed. Like it really tasted like authentic too right. was the thing. It tasted like from a Mexican restaurant or something. Hmm. And I realized it, it last well night because I made bean burritos with like some cheese sauce and some stuff in it. And I put a, I put kind of that same amount of triple X in it and when I was eating the burritos, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, this yeah. is so hot. Yeah. Like I put way too much and it was like less than I put on that burrito. But nothing was yeah. limey, mm. vinegary, acidy like that acid has yeah. to be there. Yeah. And then for my palate, it completely mellows out the the hot El Yucateco. So that's that's my uh, that's my message to you. If you think that it's too hot. Mix it in some vinegar and oil and put it on a sandwich, and you'll just get the fure, the fure flavor. <laughs> the fure, the, 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 the fure flavor. <laughs> the fure flavor. <laughs> the fure flavor will stand out. That's the new. That's the new motto yeah. for them. The oh, you can take over. The fure flavor. The fure flavor. <laughs> yeah. And my daughter right. mixed up Falula oil, oil and vinegar for me the other night for my sandwich. I made a sandwich, and she made oil and vinegar. She's like, "Here, I made this just now, so you can put it on your sandwich." And I was like, "That's weird." And I did it, and I was like, that, that was really good. Just I've never done that at home, had oil and vinegar. Yeah, I don't like oil and vinegar. I like it mixed with, like, I like the, the what is it called, the good season, like the package that you mix with the oil and vinegar, mm. and you pour the powder in and shake it up to make the Mix like Italian, yeah. Shit's amazing. Hmm. Yeah. All right, so I have I have two. I did look at them, and, and one of them is, is very, one of them wins. <laughs> um, but I'll let you pick which one's who. Who is who. That way it's not a. Yeah, there you go. Before we do it, let's have this bizarre drink. Okay. Oh, yeah. So who's this from? Uh, this is Nick DeLeon. Okay. And uh, the prejudge is this bottle looks like it's from Thailand. Really have cool we, bottle, have actually. Have met Nick DeLeon? I think you're thinking of Chris DeLeon. No, probably. I know. No? I, I know. So no, this I is so. Howler Head Banana? It does it's got it. infused banana. So this is my Brim call. was trying to hide Bur- it from Banana me. bourbon. This is my it call. Smells, it smells, uh, it does smell like banana. If it's sweet, it's going to be shit. If it's not sweet and it's just a subtle banana thing, it might it have might a chance. Okay. Yeah. It smells sweet. Yeah. Let's see. It smells like banana. Mm. Nope. Oh, Mm-mm. fuck. Oh. oh. No. Oh. <laughs> all kinds are wrong. Oh, all kinds are wrong. Sorry, Nick. Oh. That's a really cool bottle, though. Oh. Some people probably love this, though. All kinds are wrong. Yeah. You could put that with the peanut butter stuff and have peanut butter mm. banana. Like, someone can mix you up can make your the Elvis. screwball. Oh, I'll do it right now. I wanted to like ball it. bananas. Yeah, It'll be peanut like, butter. Bananas. I, like, I like bananas. Here, like, I, like. I hate both of them, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to be right back. You're mixing it with the screwball. How are you not going to have peanut butter banana? Oh, no, oh, thanks. Man. I don't want it either. It's sweet as fuck, but. <sighs> oh, that was just. Mm. Peanut butter and banana doesn't go together for me, so I'm I'm not okay with that. Well, it will live on the shelf in infamy. No, like, I know. it'll like be here. Nick. Up, it'll, like, it'll be on the no, shelf. It, it, some of these novelty things are are fine, but, but a lot of them it's a marry cool better. Bottle. It just didn't marry with the flavor. Like the, it's it was really just a clash. sweet. It's just really a weird sweet clash. I was hoping it was going to be like a hint of banana, 
and not so goddamn sweet. I thought it was going to be like good whiskey taste and like a, a banana hit at the end. Like yeah, after yeah, everything's yeah. over, right. and you, you know get what's a little weird? touch of If like, you would have ate ice cream like that, you'd be like, oh, that's like banana ice cream. It'd be okay. Or if like when you have this peanut butter, it's okay. But when you're expecting whiskey and get that, it makes mm. it extra worse. Like when you're, you think you have iced tea and you get apple juice or something, it mm. fucks you up extra. Because it's not that it tastes disgusting. It doesn't taste like a fucking turd. I just no, it wasn't like bad. It just, it, the, the, the flavor was wrong. Like Dave said, it was just wrong. That's probably so, equal amounts. Yeah, I think so. Uh, All right. This, uh, this is screwball mixed with the howler head. Oof. So that's, you're drinking the Elvis. Smell, let me smell it. Smell the Elvis? Yeah, he ate the peanut butter banana sandwiches. <laughs> Brent's face. <laughs> let me see. Oh, you smell, Dave? Dude. Oh, that does not smell that smells, Well, you know what it kind of smells like? It smells like a novelty popcorn. It smells it like does it, smell like a no, it smells it, like a popcorn shop. Yeah, it smells like it would yeah, be one of those not joke good, jelly beans that you oh, get or some yeah. shit. You just been you just been whiskey boozled. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Oh, it's so weird. Oh god. No, no one knows in the world what that tastes like. No one ever probably mixed howler oh, and people screwball. have mixed it. Howler, this fucking weird, obscure shit, and then Screwball, I like Screwball's you, popular. Some fucking mixologist out there got a bottle of that on their shelf, and they were like, oh, we should mix it with peanut butter. Uh, peanut butter maybe. Oof. No mixologist has that. I don't know. Uh, I gotta be one in a hundred that's experienced that. That's, you probably okay. oh, So God, now we're yeah. doing Steve-O versus Hoopy Goldberger yeah. in a super fight from last yeah. episode. Oh, that's rough. Okay. I forget the order. So the top, so that one, so flip the top. So who's who? Is it Steve-O or Whippy Goldberg? Here's Steve-O. Okay. So Steve-O. Steve-O. There's a hundred Steve-Os. Oh, wow. That's annoying <laughs> Jesus as fuck. Jesus Christ. There's Whippets. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, no, no, no. The, pull the other black card. Okay. No, no, no. Not that one. Not that one. The other, the one on the bottom of those. I thought I had, there you go. This one? Yep. And yeah. This flip is, flip this the other black Whoopi? one. No, no, no. This is, this is Steve-O's attributes. Oh, okay. So. so Oh, he's a mega fighter. Damn, hundred mega fighter Stevos. His left leg is. We need more character cards. Flip, that's what these flip, are. No, that's the white that's ones. A, yeah, that's why I gave him. Yeah. So his left leg is a boy band. <laughs> his right leg is a chimpanzee. His left arm is an electric eel, and his right arm is my ex. Dude, there's not enough cards for Whoopi over there to do shit, right? Well, that's what I say. One is yeah. really unfair. I pulled them. That's what it was. So it is Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. is a baby. <laughs> Slaughter. And has super endurance. <laughs> yeah, there's no... It's Steve-O a yeah. thousand percent. That's why, that's why I said you you pick who's yeah. who because I already know Steve-O is win. like yeah. Super Scroll. Yeah. Like all of Whoopi the Goldberg's got Patrick Swayze on her side, though. You know what I mean? Like she could matters, like invoke dude. Patrick Swayze. The She's ghost. a baby, though. She can't even talk to him. No, that's true. Oh, that's unless, true. unless Patrick Swayze. And what is, is the pedophile. Patrick Swayze? Like, how many Steve O's can Patrick yeah. Swayze ghost handle? You can't yeah. see him. You can't even see him, bro. It's like he John can't, Cena. He can't touch you. But here's you the thing. Anything. You're look. you're What's he going to teach him how to make pottery? You're thinking about Steve O. Yes. With a boy, with a leg of a boy band, a leg of a chimpanzee, an arm of an electric eel, and an arm of your ex. And you're thinking, oh, but there's a hundred of them. Yeah, there's that's a lot. What if Whoopi Goldberg from Next Generation steps in and starts getting down to the nitty gritty and counsels him? Well, if you're getting she's the like, tell me, that would yeah, be a different story. She jumps in and she's like, different story. Tell me about your childhood. You yeah, that's seat adding on the couch? to this is it. This that's is a you don't get Whoopi Goldberg has got, that. She is that. She no, embodies she, that. No, she's an actor who played Guinan. 
I, I accept it. And she's going. a baby, so it's like years before she played yeah. Guinness. She got endurance. She waits around. She, she waits does. it out. That's she true. waits it out. Well, she'll wait it out. <laughs> like Her endurance will get through, I don't know, 20 Stevos. Yeah. Because yeah, Stevo right. will do weird shit with a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm wanting Whoopi to win, but she's going to Whoopi that that's, ass. That's, yeah. That's why. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I didn't bet. I would have bet on Whoopi for sure. Yep. They sound the same, though. Maybe she confuses him. She's the voice inside his head. She starts talking. He's like, did I say that? Did I say that or something? Whatever Whoopi did, Steve-O would put it in his ass and fucking turn it into something funny. He did dive into Mike Tyson's fist to break his own nose. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah. So as usual, we're going to give a quick shout out to our patrons. Um, if you want to support the show, I mean, you can always do merch. You can always share uh, posts that we make that helps us out big time. But um, you can also directly give with our Patreon. It's what keeps the the wheels moving in the Sofa King train. And we we really, really, really appreciate um, all of you who have who have been stepping up to become patrons um, for as little as a dollar. You get our bonus episodes every week, and that's a whole lot of content. Um, whole lot of dick jokes. Yeah. Uh, Something then, we haven't mentioned too. We do do uh, the patron giveaway. Uh, we do. Which we've, we've said on here, but I don't know if, if you're realizing what that is, is like the Beavis and Butthead masks right. we give away. The plague mask. The plague mask. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, those are all going to patrons. Yes, so yeah. randomly Random, pick a patron. They yeah. win a prize. Uh, yeah. Actually, we have another one that we need to do. I, I got yeah. one in the works. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah. yeah. So that's something, uh, that's something else. It's just a bonus. Like we, we try and, Give a little extra, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, to yeah. the to the patrons. So, so patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast, and we always shout out our our patrons. The first of whom is simply Andre. Andre, I don't, I don't, I don't like the three names, and now I'm beginning to not like the one, one name. Yeah, it's got to stand out. It's got to be yeah. one name that's like, like supermodel esque. Yeah, like it's got to be Madonna. It's got to be you know, it's got to yeah. stand out. Andre's not that. Andre, Andre the what? Andre the giant? Like Andre the patron? Andre the giant Andre the patron cock. right now? Because yeah. even if you didn't Andre put anything, patron. and I just see Andre, I'm going to assume that there are. 2,999 other Andres that are all better than you leading up to the culmination of Andre 3000. Mm. Yeah, you need a supplemental descriptive yeah. term. Because if yeah, you're which, Andre Zero... Which Andre are you? Right, Yeah, right. If you're Andre Zero, yeah. Andre 3000's way better. Could have been Andre 3001. Then you're way better. Way better. Right. Not way better, right. a little bit better. A little well, bit you're, better. You're still yeah. the next... Maybe a little you're, bit better. You're still the next, next iteration. iteration. Yeah. Right. Ooh, Jinx. Ooh. <laughs> the belt works for Jinx for for laughs, okay. apparently. Eric... A R I K A R I K Goulette. That's a woman. Do we have another Eric spelled word Eric like that? Goulette. That's a woman. For it's sure. Like Gillette without the I. Can Eric be a woman's name? I think so. I don't see why not. Okay, well that's a woman. Yeah. Eric why do you have to label names, bro? Yeah. I'm just saying. They make it's, Eric Goulette it has a very label. cheap razors. Mm, Eric yeah. Goulette. Yeah. Goulette razors. Like the Tio Nacho shampoo yeah, from yeah. the swap meet. There's the no Tio Nacho. razor. Dude, you gotta go to swap meet more, bro. If you don't know about Tio Nacho. So that's the Mexican brand of like a bunch I of cosmetics. I go swami for the churros, fool. It's like oh, yeah. Tio Nacho. Mm-hmm. It literally is called Uncle Nacho. And it's like on perfumes and body sprays and shampoos yeah. and conditioners. And I it's think, all called Uncle Nacho. I think all the, the, the child ring, all the kids that go missing are, are churro girls. Maybe. They're all underage. <laughs> like they make themselves churros. <laughs> sound maybe. theory. Yeah. yeah. That's where they came from. That's where they came from. They just don't know but where But you haven't lived is. unless you've gone to a swap meet and Got swapped. It. That's right. Uh, That's where right. are you from? It's hard to do now. Like, where it's are you from? She's like, I don't know. I just remember making churros. No idea. I've always just made churros. I bring the churros. Because I had a brand new uh, Dickie's work jacket mm-hmm. that was way too short for my torso. Yeah. Because they're I way too short it, for everyone's yeah. torso. I kept it too I long to return longer. it. And it was mm-hmm. like, it was a really nice brand new jacket. And I wanted a... Um, 
It was too uh, short. You I kept wanted it too long. I wanted an army knapsack, like a full on mm. legit nice army knapsack. And I wandered around. I found someone who had brand new army knapsacks. And I said, hey, will you trade it for this jacket? And they were like, yep. There you go. I've never huh. swapped the swap. I swapped. I haven't either. I've swapped money. It like was very the, liberating. Yeah. I felt empowered. I felt I was part of the system. Like yeah. I swapped at the swap meet. There was yeah, no money that exchanged hands. Yeah. And like our swap meet now, like that, I don't think that would happen. Like unless you had something real good. Right. You know, like that and this wanted. still had the tags on it. Yeah. And so did the army bag. I just, I just don't he think was that, selling jackets yeah. and shit. Like he knew he was going to sell that jacket. Maybe. Like there was no. I could yeah. see, you know, it'd be the real challenge is to go there and buy something to trade up. Yeah. Like go buy something from this dude, but trade it oh, for that. Oh, start dude. trading yeah. up. That'd and see be what cool. You can leave the, with. the issue yeah. is you'd have to. They, they, the other people would have to want that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually they're getting rid of shit that they. What don't I could want. see happening would be like, hey, I got three NES cartridges and I'll trade them for that one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I got this game, this game, and this game that are worth mm-hmm. forty bucks because it's three cartridges. That one's and 30. you got that one. You want twenty five? You're asking thirty yeah. or whatever. Like I'll trade you these three for that because they're my duplicates. I could pull that off. I got a couple links. Yeah. You know, you got a couple extras of something. I still recommend it. It's Maybe. very liberating. You, f- you feel like you've, you've, you've existed outside yeah, of the really? system. Yeah. Are they open. open? Yeah, I went. Yeah. Yeah, you got to wear a mask. You're good yeah. to go. You feel like you're outside. I went, me and Luke What time went. do they open? Uh, like six. That's so early. They're not set up Saturday, all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, go about, you go about eight. Yeah. You go about I can still pull that before I come here. I should do that. Just spend an hour. open on Saturday too, dude. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm. I'm at work. Yeah. But I could go. Actually, I could go because I don't. I don't until ten. Yeah. And our swap meet gets really posh because for like a dollar you get valet parking. Ooh. Oh, you. Can, well, it's not valet. It's not valet parking, but parking. it's like the close parking. Yeah, yeah. And I it's always like do a that. whopping dollar. Know. It's like here's your, maybe it was like I think it it's went up you, to like two or something. When you drive straight in, instead of going to the left, you just keep going like you're going to go to the ticket booth, and there's a dude standing there at a little booth thing, and you can turn into that parking lot to the right. Uh, I've seen cars do that. Yeah, you know, it was it's like, like a, a buck or two, and then you don't have to. Sometimes it's sketch though; like they'll let you in, and there's not a spot to park, and you're like, "Fuck, I gotta get creative over here by this tree." But <laughs> still, like if you're gonna be hauling heavy Said shit, said the man who had to take a shit, like you're gonna be happier yeah. in that yeah. parking spot. Check that out. Yeah. Um, next is James Calicott. James Calicock. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I don't think we need to say anything else. What kind else. of cat is that? Yeah, that's, that's a weird a Calicock cat. cat. <laughs> it's Calicock. It's Calicock. Yeah. It's huge. We call him James. They're like calicos are females. Yeah. Calicocks are males. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It makes complete sense. We have very, this is a very non-patron name. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. Corey Smith. Mm-hmm. Corey Smith, the basic. Yeah. He's a basic bitch. Yeah. Well, we can't say that because we always talk shit about how weird everybody's name is. Now we True. get a regular name. Yeah, but I, I found out. I just found out with Corey Smith. I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. Basic yeah. bitch, Corey Smith. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, he's Mormon. He's got some golden tablets yeah. for yeah. sure. He definitely yeah. rides a bike. He's got the tie. Yeah. A little name like, tag. If your name was like Corey Pussfucker. It just says brother. How dare you bring yeah. Pussfucker back? <laughs> His name, Corey's name tag. It was different. It was, was. fuck puss. It was fuck puss. Puss right. fucker. Now it's gotten worse. <laughs> yeah. Corey's name tag says Brother Smith on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. He works at Burger for King. For sure, yeah. What was the opposite yeah. of fuck puss? Someone's name was so cool. It was the opposite of fuck puss. I don't remember. It was uh, a soul prophet. Soul, soul prophet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's your second shout out. Dude, soul prophet's like, that's, that's legit. That's your That's not a real name, yeah. but. No, 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 no. But still, that's true. a good handle. It's okay. Yeah. Like you, if you're yeah. playing a game and like your yeah. te- you see that your team is spawning and what somebody's yeah. name soul prophet, you're like, well, at least I got soul prophet. Yeah. True. Yeah. I'm B Darko, but I just yeah. stuck with that. Unless it's time. like soul prophet, like, you know, 1992. And then it's yeah. like, fuck you. You're I'm, not the I'm real always, soul prophet. I'm always big bad wolves. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like it. And then Laura Green. Mm, 
See, so we can't. I know we can't talk shit about weird names because there's two normal names in a row, and we're not happy with them. We can't talk shit about weird names. (laughs) (laughs) Two normal names in a row, and we're not happy with them. I'm just saying. I feel like it's like, oh, I went to high school with her. That's that's. I'm just I'm just underwhelmed. Yeah, with Laura Green. Yeah, Laura Green. Yeah, yeah. She's from a small town in Texas. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. She does a lot of masturbating. She's better than. Tanya, whoever it was last week at the pill shaking. Tanya Harding? Whoever it was. I don't remember yeah, who it was. It was our clip, too. Yeah. Pill bottle. So there you go. So our uh, topic, she's in the chair. Oh, we didn't do pod, yeah. uh, pod belly. How long no. we did it last? Oh, we didn't, did we, we do it last time? Yeah. So yeah, Podbelly, uh, if you want to know more about uh, podcasting, if you want to find some great podcasts to listen to, um, go to podbelly.com. We're a member of the Podbelly Network, and you can find a bunch of great shows that are on there. We'll shout some out at the end of this show. But if you're also considering setting up a podcast during these COVID times, um, then uh, that'll give you some good tips and tricks on uh, on how to how to set up I'd your say, rig. I'd say if you're one of those people who uh, are always criticizing podcasts, go start a podcast. I agree. Like Brent says, I I you know, figure out how hard it is to market yourself yeah. and and uh, get a get a listener base. Yep, and get a good rig. We got get a good, a good rig. rig. Well, except for that fucking loose wire. It's still there. It's still there. I replaced We replaced headphones, wires. We replaced the headphone fucking distribution amp. And see, and you'd know what a headphone distribution amp is if you go to podbelly.com. On the the live feed, they're picking porn names. There's Uncle Nacho, Carne Asada, and Chimichanga. There's a theme going here for their porn names. Pretty good, though. See what's happening. I'm not too crazy about those no. porn names. No, that's not very. Uncle Nacho. That, uh, uncle Nacho's good. He's like the creepy one, though. It's kind of creepy because if you're fucking anyone that calls you uncle, it got weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really weird. That's what yeah. we like, though. Carne asada works. No. Does it? Yeah. I don't think so. Carne Does means meat. Name? Carne yeah. means meat. I know, but uh, yeah, so what's maybe. asada? It's a chopped style meat. of meat. Yeah. It's mm. chopped it's meat, though. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I think asada is the style where I think like, like I think that. fried burrito is better. If you're you doing midget burrito. porn, then I'm down with chimichanga. That yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 If it was Jimmy, I want to be Lord Jimmy Chonga. Yeah. If yeah. these were all uh, uh, lucha libre wrestlers, oh down, yeah. Now we're down for sure. Those are great yeah. names. I just don't. I'm not feeling. It could it be a porn. lucha libre porn. Now we're talking. Yeah. There we go. There Solved. we go. Yeah. Next crime. Yep. Yep. Mrs. Mrs. Taco. So our topic today, we kind of came at from a, a roundabout uh, order. Um, it was uh, someone who was listed on on a couple of different uh, voting boards for topics. And originally it started as a discussion of one particular man named Warren Creasy. Um, he was African-American, fought in World War II. Have we talked about Warren Creasy before? Because the name. No. Sounds the creasy. Yeah, the creasy does sound sounds the familiar. Sounds familiar, but we but haven't talked about the topic. This is not familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So so, and it was a weird. It was a weird research thing because I did the research a little bit early, um, and found all these articles. Like just doing a quick look over. It's like there's plenty of information on this guy. This is going to be good. It's like enough to be no a one's real done episode, like a good a, documentary on him. No, though. no, no, no. And but the thing is though, like all the articles. Like once I started doing the research, like all the articles, like literally just said the same fucking thing. Yeah. Like every and that really doesn't like, happen. Oh shit! You'll a get lot of articles. half of them say the same fucking thing, which they either got from Wikipedia. You'll or at least Wikipedia have one or from, two that are. Yeah, but then you get off. two or three or yeah. four that are like, yeah. and it's what. I've said before in bonus episodes and regular episodes, it's like I have two categories, even though the metaphor is mixed, like there's the bones 
And it's like the articles gave me the bones. I was totally happy with it. That's your porn. But name. then I'm not happy until there's frosting, which is also yeah, a porn. That's bones my and porn frosting. Name. I'm frosting. So, yeah. but Brent, I was like, Brent's there's no frosting. And I even, I, yeah, I even texted Brent and I was like, I don't know about this. Like there's, I mean, I got like nine pages of notes. It's a little bit light. It's kind of like there's. Uh, and, and, you know, sometimes there's just not video stuff on. I like right. there to be video stuff. And that's kind of an indication when we go to look to pick a topic. I look up like, is documentary there, is there yeah. like, did PBS right. do some shit? Yeah. Yeah. Did history do something? Is right. there some fucking documentary on Usually there? I like PBS documentaries. They're very, they're not um, biased. Like a lot of the PBS, sure. PBS documentaries oh, PBS are very neutral style documentaries or, or articles. You I know mean, what I mean? You're not much, getting this fucking biased I pretty much opinion. hold like, and there's a, there's the PBS nightly news which most people never want to watch because it's so fucking boring it's yeah. like an ambient and there's the news what they call a news magazine where they do like one hour documentaries called frontline yeah the front lines like, are good yeah. i believe they are the two last remaining vestiges of real journalism in america yeah they're solid they're non-biased like non they're, yeah. they're amazing frontline and frontline really is always are. free they online really you can download yeah. the transcripts you can like it's it's fucking great I think, what did we do what did we do last week uh i watched the frontline on it and and i was like thinking that i was yeah like, oh, this is like in this day and age in yeah. 2020 a non-biased documentary yep. is fucking rare to find. And if you look, it was either 2018 or 2019. Very, I think it was 2019. They very recently, they've done multiple on this, but they recently did one on artificial intelligence. Frontline did. And yeah. it's one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen yes. about artificial intelligence. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> like it's fucking crazy. But no, that's a, that's frontline is, is amazing. I have no faith in AI for the fact that my speech recognition doesn't let me say El Yucateco. Yeah. It says like L you can go or some bullshit. Well, that's because like, it's not AI. No, I have fucking said L you a million times to though, something a that million isn't fucking AI. times. But then I type it directly after to something that isn't AI. I don't know about that. There's an <laughs> algorithm. It's supposed to learn your speech, but it's the not Google, AI. The Google it one doesn't. To learn your it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm convinced that if you're Republican, the iPhone fucking makes you sound retarded once you text. <laughs> <laughs> because I fucking text and I'm like clearly I, typing I what would, I'm typing, and then it's like. No, you're not going to write that, sir. I want a frontline documentary on. Yeah, that. it's fucking yeah. insane. I'm like, I think, I think there's something to this thing. So, um, but Brent found found the workaround, which was the the real focus isn't just on Warren Creasy; it's on his tank battalion. Yeah, it's surprising there the, weren't some more spotlights on some other characters in that crew. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff. There was yeah. a lot of there's Purple a Hearts. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot of there, fucking there's a handful. Stars, there's some like, some good stories from it, but it's the it's called the 761st Tank Battalion. And, um, they, that's a lot of tanks, that's a lot of tanks. They called it, they called themselves the black Panthers. And just like basically the 761st tanks, the 92nd infantry, which was an all black infantry division in world war two and the Tuskegee airmen together convinced president Truman to desegregate the U S army. Like just these three units made yeah. him go, Wow these guys were fucking badasses. We're fucking up by not letting whites and blacks serve together in yeah. the same. Well, the unit. ignorance blows my yeah, fucking man. mind. Like think of what level of tech we did have at least at the time and how smart we were. Like what the fuck do you think that because the color of someone's skin, that they aren't going to have courage or something. Right. Fuck, I don't understand their thought process between, between segregating and doing it's that. It's a, it's a, I mean, we've talked about this before. It's a learned thing. It's, I, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, something that they were raised with. You know what I mean? Everybody, the, I can see the, I mean, the times, you know, the one thing that I could see and this comes out as we start to talk about the founding of this group 
um, one logical reason to not or to keep them separated is because well, hating you on each know other for one, what kind of shit is going to go down in, in yeah. basic training in the yeah. South. They're going to fuck with each other. Like for basic sure. training in the South is yeah. going to be very problematic with a mixed unit. For sure. You know, especially if you have a platoon that only happens to have like three black guys instead of like 30%, 70% yeah. or what, like that's not going to fuck. Well, I'll tell you six well. black guys in a tank fighting some fucking Germans. were talking some serious fucking honky fuck, yeah. cracker <laughs> shit. Like they were talking some <laughs> shit. Oh yeah. They were like, let's kill uh, they were having a Whitey motherfuckers yeah. Yeah. all yeah, yeah, yeah. day Go crack long. Cracker ass motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I saw a super cool interview with a, uh, an older man who like caught a German fucking Nazi dude, and the dude spoke perfect English. Like he came around the corner, put the pistol under his chin, and said surrender. And he said, "I'd never surrender to your inward something something." And so the guy fucking hit him in the mouth with his fucking butt of his 45 and knocked his teeth out. And he's like, if he would have just said, I'll never surrender, I would have just took his gun or shot him right. or whatever. <laughs> but he said in perfect English, yeah. I would never surrender well, yeah, yeah. to like I mean, dirty inward. Right. Yeah. And he knocked right. his teeth out. I mean, the German gun. Germans left, um, they fled America to go to fight for Germany. You know right. what I mean? It's, just, it's right. like the Olympics. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's people who live here who were, you know, who who have nationality here and then they go to oh they go back to Latvia right and and become, you know, whatever whatever they're doing for the Olympic what is Latvia good at in the Olympics? Nothing? Ice stuff. Ice stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The butt ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butt ice. That's yeah. it's their big event. Um that event called splooging. We splooging. also <laughs> We also talked about it with the with the uh what city was it where the Black Harlem where everybody got killed? Oh, we did it on yeah, the show. Yeah, I'm drawing yeah, a blank yeah, on the name yeah. of the city. I want to uh, say Oklahoma City, but I don't think it was. It Oklahoma was city. somewhere in the south. Kansas City is it? I don't know. I but we talked about it then, and the fact that, like in World War One, like a lot of the the African Americans in that city that were fighting back and gathering weapons were World War One vets who kept their weapons from World yeah, War One. It was a like Greenboro. I was going to say Greenboro. Yeah, I'm thinking right something. Now. I don't think that. I, I, I swear it, to it God, was Black Wall Street. Yeah, I forget the name of the. That uh, might have been the name of the suburb. I'm fuck. forgetting the name of the yeah, main I city. The name. But when you anyway, said that, the, though, I was thinking the World War, like in World War One, where the black you know, segregated units were, yeah. they would, the Germans would drop propaganda and say, kill your white masters, join us. <laughs> and, and like they would, they dropped all this propaganda saying you're welcome in our nation. We don't have racism, you know, against your kind Yo. defect. Come on over. <laughs> sure. They you don't. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in World War One, we don't have any yeah. racism against yeah. your kind unless you're blonde hair and blue eyed. Oh, that was World War two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so their motto was, was come was out good. fighting. Um, and uh, in by the end of the war, they had received a presidential unit citation, which is pretty rare. A handful of of combat units. Uh, I know it happened with a handful during World War Two, uh, but basically, this unit kicked so much ass in World War Two that anyone who ever gets enlisted in that unit gets the citation because they're part of a badass unit. I know That's the 101st crazy. did that. Uh, 101st The numbers were fucking staggering. Like, I, I don't know, like, is there a dude with a fucking little black book and a pencil fucking marking off trucks? There was when they a historian with them who was recording everything that was happening. Yeah, because it was like so, yeah. fucking 30,000 so, yeah. trucks so, or something. You're like uh, One Medal of Honor, 11 Silver Stars, uh, 300 purple hearts. They were called one of the most effective, one of the most effective tank battalions in world war two. They were in combat for 183 consecutive days with a, with no breaks in combat, 183 solid days of combat. 
uh, casualty rate of about 50%. Um, 50% casualties, mm. 183 days of straight combat. Um, six months of battle, um, they inflicted 130,000 enemy casualties. That's fucking crazy. Liberated or destroyed 30 towns. Um, 34 tanks and 461 uh, wheeled vehicles. So they were a legit fighting force. The tanks aren't fucking around. That was a lot of blowing shit up, and they only a killed 34 tanks, up, though. Dude. That was a like, lot of blowing yeah. shit up. 130,000, you said? Yeah. That's so many fucking casualties. <laughs> yeah. How many? How many were in the in the in the uh, in the battalion? 761st. It, it, I never saw that number. I don't. Yeah, that'd make a difference. If there's I mean, ten of them, search if there's many, ten of them, that's I mean, fucking incredible. But no, you that probably many, just search how many are many in a battalion. Hearts, yeah. How many are in a battalion? It's got to be hundreds, no yeah. matter what. Um, so the backdrop here is during World War II and before. Um, they didn't want to use African American soldiers in combat, and a guy named General McNair, who was the commander of the Army Ground Forces, um, said that they should be used in combat, but they needed to be segregated units. And he said this in 1941. So the 761st um, was created in March of 1942 and activated in April of 1942 at Camp Claiborne, Louisiana. I found it. It's 800 men. And 54 M4 Sherman tanks. Jesus Christ. That's a fucking kick-ass yeah. fucking crew, dude. <laughs> yeah, so a battalion is uh, is four or more companies, and it's 400 to 1,000 men. Yeah, so, so it was right 800 and they men, did 54 tanks. They did 130,000 casualties. And I don't think casualties means deaths. It just means right. the deaths and injuries that yeah. remove them from the battlefield. Yeah. But still. Jesus Yeah, they're Christ. kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. So they started uh, training on uh, on M5 Stuart tanks, but then once they moved to Fort Hood, Texas, they started training in Sherman tanks. Um, while they were training, um, all kinds of bad shit went down. Uh, one of the famous stories of it is Jackie Robinson, the famous black baseball yeah, player. Yeah, the Jackie Robinson. Yeah, the Jackie Robinson. He was uh, a member of the 761st. He was a first lieutenant, so he was up there, you know. Um he, while they were training in, uh, I think in Louisiana, um, he was getting on a bus and the white, you know, they pulled a Rosa Parks and the white yeah. bus driver said, you have to get in the back of the bus. And he was like, I'm not getting in the fucking back of the bus. You know, I'm a fucking Lieutenant in the army. Fuck like yeah. I drive a tank. Go fuck yourself. I'm saving you know? your yeah. fucking life every yeah. day, fool. Um, and so he gets arrested. They give him over to the military police and the battalion commander, um, refuses to give him a court martial um and uh even though that and he refuses to look at any of the charges put forward put forward by military police he was like no don't worry about it fuck off and this is a white commanding officer because all the commanding officers were white and all the actual soldiers on the ground were black um so he's acquitted of all charges or no then the post commander the person above that person who had an extra dose of racism in him transferred him to the 758th tank battalion um, because he knew that the commander there would pursue the charges. Um, and who's this fucking darky think he is not getting on the back of the bus. Right. So his immediate CO is like, no, I'm not pressing charges. We need him. This is great. Don't worry about it. Fuck that back of so the bus that, thing. I also don't fucking understand that. Like that is some bullshit. I mean, I know it's a different time. Use this drinking fountain, use a different that, door. That like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yep. So he gets acquitted of all charges. So he, the, it, it all falls through. The military uh, court doesn't, you know, uh, find him guilty of anything. 
because I suppose he didn't break any laws of the military <laughs> by not going to the back of a civilian bus. Um, but then they weren't, uh, they tried to get him to transfer back to the, or he wanted to go back to the 761st, but they had already deployed by the time he would have like, by the time all that shit happened. So he wasn't able to join them in combat, I watched which a, this a obviously of- implies that the 758th tank battalion must have also been black or he just was serving a lesser job like as support. And no, not I think that was actually... the first battalion. I actually, the last documentary I was watching while I was trying to finish cover out and stuff was talking about the 758th, which hadn't been mentioned in the other, but was and it another black? They got battalion? Like, I think so. Yeah. Okay. And then they got like shipped out here and then the 761st was born because they had to continue to rebuild another battalion or something. Okay. Um, but I also watched a bunch of documentaries with a bunch of those old dudes um, and they were talking about that fucking whole like back of the bus bullshit. And I was like, they're like, they could just whoop your ass. Like they could yep. fuck you up. If it was white dude fucked you up because you didn't want to do this. Nothing was going to happen. And nothing especially if you were that. from the North or you're from a Western state, that would have been completely foreign to you. Right. Like that would have been some shit that your parents or your grandparents told you about. And you're like, well, glad that doesn't happen in San Francisco. Right. or That doesn't happen in Chicago or whatever. But as soon as you're in the deep South and that happens in the forties, you better fucking do it. Like, you know, Um, so another thing that happened was, um, there were tons of just racist crimes from white soldiers to the black soldiers at the training camps. Um, and it got so bad at one point in January in Louisiana in January of 1942, that a riot, like a full on violent riot occurred. I saw this. They take over a bunch of fucking tanks between, uh, between the white MPs, the military police trying to stop them and the seven sixty first. So the seven sixty first. Uh, they basically got their asses whooped by the MPs and there was no one was going to do anything about it. So in order to retaliate, they took six tanks and a half track and were rolling on the MPs (laughs) to fuck them up. And uh, the lieutenant colonel, that's like some serious fucking shit. The lieutenant colonel just came in and was like, guys, can we just not murder each other? And just like simmer down now, can you get out, yeah. out of the tanks? We're good. <laughs> and like nothing came of it, but they just kind of got some newfound it. respect. We're yeah. like, don't piss them off. They'll take <laughs> they have tanks. tanks. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, shit, shit show of training in the deep south. And again, that might have been the only logic. And I doubt logic was driving the the segregation of the troops. But if there was logic, that would have been it. Like things like this are going to happen. I guess it was, it was all based off some study done during World War One or something in 1925 about like some racist motherfucker did some shit that said that they weren't courageous and right, like right. wouldn't follow through and, and weren't loyal or some yeah, shit. Like what yeah, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So, but they get deployed. Well, you could see about like, I mean, I could see like after slavery and everything, you having a fear about having a black battalion, you know, like people are fearful. Sure. Things like that. So, I mean, that fear is usually fear is what, right. what, what instills racism. You know what I mean? You're, you're afraid of, for whatever fucking reason. Right. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it makes sense coming out of what you came out of in the 1800s. It's still relatively new and nobody's fought together yet. Right. You know what I mean? So right. it becomes a different thing. Right. Um, and they start hard realizing for us like in this, I mean, I, I know racism exists still, but it's well, like sure. conceptualize. Like, I think, shit, like, I think like, now that motherfuckers it, got brown eyes. Like, it's really, yeah, I think right. it's really, it's really evolved. Not, not necessarily from racism. Uh, racism is a lot less prominent now than it's ever been, obviously, sure. but culturism is, is big. I think, and I think people get, 
racism mixed with culturism mm-hmm. because uh, you say, well, I, I don't like Mexican music. Well, that's racist. Well, no, that's not racist. You know, I'm not saying I hate Mexicans right. because they're I brown. Don't like I don't like Mexicans. You know like, what I mean? So right. I think people get it confused and, and a lot of kids are getting it confused now and they're changing the definition of racism. Um, but, but back then you have this, this fear of, well, fuck, what if they turn around Retaliate. and start retaliating against right. us? Because now we've given them weapons and training and training and fucking, you know, so I, I, I mean, I, not that I condone it, but I understand, yeah, yeah. you know, where, where you know, the, if you put yourself, yeah, if you put yourself in that same situation back then, especially, uh, fuck dude, like, yeah, it would be horrible. Like Dave said, fucking different drinking fountains that, you know, fuck yeah. that, it's fucking retarded. Yeah. It, it is and absolutely, a collective mindset. It's actually yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. You step and out of line been, and you've been, gr- and you've been raised to as, as a white person or anybody probably in that time have been raised even as a black person, like fucking stay away from the white people. You know what I mean? Like, or fucking the white people fucking don't go by the black people. Like it, that's how you're raised, you know? So they come into this fucking letting it, letting them in the, into the military is a huge step for, right. you know what I mean? For further. No, I know. I mean, it's a generational thing too. But, I remember my grandma just yeah. every once in a while, you'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Grandma, you calm down. Right. Like, Jesus but Christ. When like, she grew up, yeah. like that's, that's how it was, you know? So not that it's right. Not that it's okay. But when you're taught that, when you've learned that, when you've lived it your yeah. whole life, um, and not that it's probably been okay because like you, you think, well, how could grandma say that? You don't know what's happened to her in her life that makes her, th- you know what I mean? Somebody could really have fucked her up. Right. Um, you know, so it's, it's tough. Yeah. But, but so these get, guys obviously were badasses. Yeah, I they mean, were fuck, badasses like, for sure. Pretty fucking cool. So the commander of the U S second army rated the unit when their training was done as the superior category. Um, gave them a special review and deemed them to be combat ready and said they're re- they're as good as anybody's or better. They're superior to yeah. other tank battalions, so send them over. And then they're, uh, they were told they were going to ship out to Europe on September 7th. They land in Dorset, England by ship. Um, then they move to France via Omaha Beach in October. Um, and it's six white officers who are the top of the pyramid, 30 black officers under them. And then, oh, there it is. 676 black enlisted men was the number that arrived um, in, in Europe. Um, they were assigned to General Patton's uh, third army. And that was his request. Like once they were bringing him over, Patton said, make him part of my army. Um, and uh, they saw they were in the battle of the bulge. Uh, which they largely helped to save the 101st Airborne when they were fucking trapped and dying in droves in in the Battle of the Bulge, which is a battle that's worthy of its own topic, I think. Um, And it's funny, too, how much respect they had for Patton. Like, I watched an interview with several of them talking. They could, like, almost recite his speech to them. Right. Like, word for word, just from memory, all these years later. And they were like, that's the greatest fucking general that's ever lived. And, like, he he gave the speech and said that for us to not let him down. And you're like, yeah, he was (laughs) kind of fucking racist. Yeah, he was. So the speech was, um, once they were there and he gathered them all together, he said, man, you're the first Negro tankers to ever fight in the American army. I would never have asked you if you weren't good. I have nothing but the best in my army. I don't care what color you are as long as you go up there and kill those kraut sons of bitches. Everyone has their eyes on you and is expecting great things from you. Most of all, your race is looking forward to your success. Don't let them down and damn you. Uh, don't let me down. 
Uh, they say it's patriotic to die for your country. Well, let's see how many patriots we can make out of those German sons of bitches. It's yeah. funny. If you had, I was totally going to tell you that quote. Like that quote was <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. But then um, he turned around uh, and to all of his other officers, he basically said, I don't know that we should be using black men in combat. Um, he said, well, he's got to, he's got to look good for them. Cause you know, they're going to have sour faces. Well, it him. even came later though. They, he said they gave a good first impression, but I have no faith in the inherent fighting ability of the race. And um, he basically, they the historians look back and say he was so desperate for, for more people in tanks that he would have said, yeah, send me them. I don't fucking care. Like I just need more bodies and more tanks. And he's smart Um, enough. He's going to, he's not going to be like, I fucking don't want you guys here. Like fucking whatever. And in his book that he wrote years later, or I guess right after the war, because I don't think he lived very long after the war, but the book that he wrote right after the war um, in war, as I knew it, he says, uh, quote, individually, they were good soldiers, but I expressed my belief at the time and have never found it necessary of changing it that a colored soldier cannot think fast enough to fight in armor. Oh, that's fucked up. So even though he had him there and all the accolades and awards they won, he was still he was still talking shit. Um should have put boxing gloves on. Any one of them would have whooped his yeah, ass. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Beat him beat him in a foot race. One funny thing that I saw about the Battle of the Bulge is that German soldiers had raided American warehouses and were disguising themselves as Americans that were guarding checkpoints. So they would just kind of wander up and and be able to get through checkpoints because they all had American, you know, uh, uniforms on. Um, And then uh, they would ambush the soldiers. They would come up and they would ambush them. Patton solved it by ordering the black soldiers uh, from the 761st. Oh, they couldn't impersonate to black guard, soldiers. To guard all the checkpoints oh. and had an order to shoot any white soldier at the checkpoint who acted suspiciously. Oh, fuck. That's <laughs> fucking genius, though. It's funny. So there's no one wandering up on your checkpoint yeah. because there's not a black German wandering around. Yeah. yeah. So I thought. Unsta? <laughs> Unsta Gunsta? Yeah. yeah. And can you imagine the gusto that they had in their hearts when General Patton said, and if you see a white officer walk up oh, acting yeah. suspicious, just fucking shoot him. Yeah. Hold on now. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Can Let I me- get that in writing? <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second. Is this a setup? I feel like this is a setup. All you gotta do is trying to get a black man to shoot a white man. Yeah, he was acting shady. Yeah. 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 He was walking weird. Yeah. That that was the other general. Yeah. Well, he was acting yeah, weird. Shouldn't act shady. You told I had me. just been shot in the leg by you. Um, another thing that they did, and then we'll get into some of the individual members from the, from the 761st in 1945, the black Panthers, uh, liberated, um, uh, I can't say the name of the, I'd never really sure seen this name. Schnitzel. Gunskirken. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, guns, oh, it's yeah. a sub camp of yeah. the Mathausen. Uh, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong as well. It's a sub camp of a concentration camp. Yeah. And they did called, this. It's called Mathausen Island. That's, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> that's where the Gundam style started. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I get my lucky charms or yeah. Mathausen Island dressing. Mathausen. So they liberated a big chunk of this concentration camp. They were the first ones on scene. They were the ones finding people, giving them food, giving them blankets, all this stuff. I watched a thing with a bunch of uh, Jewish like survivors that oh, were like, you? yeah, where they came in and welcomed them and, and they were super grateful. Like you talked about them giving them a bike. Like there's some really heartfelt stories oh, on yeah. the internet about this. So there was a survivor in the camps named Sonia Schreiber Whites, who was 17 year old, and she wrote a poem. She wrote a book of poems later, and she wrote one called "The Black Messiah," 
that was about being liberated. And it goes, um, a black GI stood by the door. I never saw a black before. He'll set me free before I die. I thought he must be the Messiah. A black Messiah came for me. He stared with eyes that didn't see. He never heard a single word which hung absurd upon my tongue. And then he simply froze in place, the shock, the horror on his face. He didn't weep. He didn't cry. But deep within his gentle eyes, a flood of devastating pain, his innocence forever slain. Like she's even saying, like, he looked at us and saw how fucking Fuck. wretched we were. They talked about they were like yeah. just lice ridden. And they said that their skin yeah. was so wrecked from like just emaciation that they looked like snakes, yeah. like serpents or something yep. crazy. Um, but they said they just drove the tanks over the fucking fence. That yep. was it's like, crazy because they always make them look so good in the documentaries. Like, yeah, they right, do. Right. <laughs> She's pretty fit. Like bikini. They got the bikini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, all <laughs> shaved and groomed. And then yeah. it ends for me with yet another dawn. I found my black Messiah gone and on. We went our separate ways for many years without a trace, but there's a special bond we share, which has grown strong because we dare to live, to hope, to smile. And yet we vow not ever to forget. So I thought that was a pretty cool. <laughs> Didn't even uh, rhyme that poem. much. <laughs> it's probably also translated from French. Um, I didn't hear one rose is a red. What color are the roses? Black, color of the violets like black like the messiah oh. it's a black road oh, okay yeah. um so some of the the stories um and and uh they there were only a handful of sources to pull the stories from so they're not as rich in detail as, as i would like them to be but there was one story about two guys a guy named john long and roy king so on november 7th of 1944 um i think this was their first this might have been their first combat, and they were supposed to support the 26th Infantry Division. So their battalion commander, who was the white guy in charge, was wounded the night before this fight. So he wasn't there, and neither were any of the white senior officers, So, which seems kind of chicken shit. So the first time that the black tank battalion is going into combat, all the white officers are like, well, I, I can't make it right. that day. Hmm. Sounds like 9-11. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, so Captain John D. Long, um, who was African-American, uh, was basically told to lead the, the group John in D. Combat. Long? John D. Long. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. D stood for yeah. I wonder. Yeah. David. Diesel tank. Um, so they put him in charge and he says, All right, here's the plan. We fucking get in a column and dr just fucking drive into town. Come on. And uh, he even said, I'm sure my men thought I was a bastard and hated my guts, but they followed me. They were a well-greased fighting machine. So he was even like, we're just fucking jumping in and fucking fucking chopping guts. And uh, just every other turret left, right, left, right, left, yeah, right. Yeah. Ready to fuck shit up. So as soon as they get into town, his tank was hit by a Panzerfaust, a, a anti-tank rocket. And uh, two of his crew were wounded. They drag everybody out behind the tank to get to cover. Um, and then they, uh, charge and kill the soldier with the Panzerfaust so that no one else can knock out another tank. And then while they're at it, they take out, um, the crew of a German anti-tank gun. So this crew, they get hit with a fucking rocket. They're all wounded. They jump out of the tank, kill the guy with the rocket launcher and then blow up an anti-tank. I think that's the difference is most of the time. I think the enemy, like if you got your tank hit, you get the fuck out and retreat because your tank broke. 
they would get out and take and over like charge. There's a story about <laughs> yeah. uh, about Warren taking over like oh a yeah, Jeep. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. get there. We'll a get bunch there. of that yeah. shit where they crawl yeah. out and like do it's shit. That, it's that that want to survive and want to keep going and want to win. Right. You know. Right. I guess I watched yeah. on that documentary. There's two guys that crawled five thousand yards through the fucking snow. The army crawled trying to get the fuck away from like a German unit that was just fucking shooting at them the whole time. Fuck. They crawled five thousand yards and made it away. Jesus Christ! Two old black dudes telling their story. I was like, damn, five thousand yards gangsters. in the snow uphill with no shoes on. Too. Pretty much. Jesus Christ. So so um Sergeant Roy King, uh oh, I'm sorry, the the wait, this is I'm getting confused by this. African American Captain John D. Long. Oh, he was behind the lead tank. What a dick. He was behind the lead That's tank. That's what the D stands he, for. Exactly. He ordered <laughs> someone else to be in the lead tank and he drove oh, the sure. second tank. And King was in the lead tank that got hit first. Um, tip of the spear yeah, yeah exactly so then king so they're all injured from this explosion they fucking kill the guy with the rocket launcher they take out the german gun um he sees that there's an injured uh white infantryman so he runs over to rescue him and gets shot in the process but rescues him um and then even though he's injured he stays in the fight and 12 days later he dies um in combat Fuck. uh and at the end of the battle um, they captured the Germans and one of the German officers uh, told King and his actual tank crew, which was a compliment. You were only equaled by that of a Russian tank crew under similar circumstances. So even like the fucking, the German soldiers were like, you guys are fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> like the only people we've yeah. seen hardcore enough to do shit like that were the Russians and yeah. they're hardcore, you yeah. know? So that was yeah, respect. That was one of their first engagements. There's a guy named Ruben Rivers, and he was the the only Medal of Honor recipient, which I found odd because some of the other stories like seemed more impressive than this one. But um, I guess it's all politics. So um, he's an A company of the 761st, and um, he's a staff sergeant, and they encountered a German roadblock. Um, that basically forced the entire tank column to halt. So the Germans just blocked off a road. The tanks can't get through. Um, there's heavy fire. He jumps out of the tank, grabs a cable, and connects it from the Sherman tank to the roadblock, gets back in his tank, backs up, and pulls the roadblock <laughs> off, like under fucking yeah, fire. That's gangster. Yeah. Um, and he got the Silver Star for doing that because then that let the entire – uh, tank convoy roll into town and change the the tide of battle because they assumed no one's going to jump out through the fucking meat grinder and fucking try to move this yeah. shit. So he did. Um, and he was fine, but then he got killed several days later in action because half of them did in their 183 Fuck. endless day fucking attack. Um, and then he got the silver star was sent to his uh, family. And then years later, um, they upgraded it from a silver star to a medal of honor, which I guess was fairly common posthumously they, they, from a they, they war. They put shit back under review. That's strange. Like, that's pretty good. And someone's like, look, well, I think good. it takes a, it takes a long time. I think it takes a long time to go through review for the medal of honor. So I think you get the silver star you get silver you star, get and then they, and stuff, it goes under review. And then it takes yeah. a long time. It's like an engagement. Like, okay. Right. Yeah. They, they probably have to go through everything. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they right. deserve it? Right. And I think you still Especially have the when silver you're black. star. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to exactly. take a little longer. Yeah. yeah. So you still have the silver star, but now you also have the medal of honor. And I think more often than not, the medal of honor is awarded after you're dead because I wonder how, in what regard military personnel hold those 
like, are they like, this is my fucking gold watch for 30 years? Or is it like, fuck yeah, I won this. Like, do they take Every it Every time way? I see, I always like watch interviews of people when they like modern day people, when they win it and the president puts it on their neck and every single person that I've seen get one says, I don't deserve this. I didn't do anything oh, wow. different on that day than every one of us did every day. It's almost like you don't I'm it, yeah. like I well, no, they're all proud to have earned it, but they're right. just like, I didn't do anything special. <clears throat> like every guy yeah, that I was in with, high regard in such regard that they feel unworthy. Maybe. Yeah. And I think they also think we all had the training. We were all right there. <clears throat> Why I'm me? just the one that jumped up and did it. Like any one of us could have jumped up yeah. and done it. It's like a tough spot. You know, a so, bunch of your but, friends died. But, yeah. 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 But they all seem pretty proud of it. Very proud of it. But I think almost everyone that none of them are like, yeah, fuck these guys. I got the medal of honor, yeah. bitches. Like, suck it. I was just you know? super curious. It's like, you know, when the puck hits you in the audience in the hockey game and they try to throw you a Piercy Pager fucking coupon or something like, somebody's going to get free Pager. Like, they're just like, here you go, star. Thanks. No, like, sorry, no, your leg's gone. I don't like, think it's like that. No, yeah, no. I, it doesn't I think, come that way. Well, no. and I think too, like, like Dave's saying, like, they feel like everyone else should have got one too. Right. You're all in the same boat. Right. You know, but if everyone got one of these values, it, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's, it's, it's a, cause it's a team effort. It's like, yeah. it's like getting the MVP. Like, yeah, you went out there and did your shit, but everybody was out there doing the shit. You just did that one extra thing. And it's, got usually, you the yeah, and it's, and it's usually given to someone who's like, they fully risked their lives in order to save the other soldiers, right. like yeah. period, like it was dangerous as fuck. And that's why a lot of them get it. After, you like should they, have died. You know, yeah. they might've died doing it and they got it. Um, I wonder how many in, Mel Gibson in, moments happen where some dude gets it and just fucking walks out to the graveyard and leaves it on his buddy's fucking right, grave. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And in something like World War II, a lot of them are going to get it posthumously, not because they died doing the thing that got them the medal, but because they died two months later. You know, yeah. when a fucking mortar hit there, you know, like you're like, yeah, you did that shit. Like, I think more people survive the war now. Like you got a you got a medal of honor for what you yeah. did in Afghanistan. Yeah. Because Afghanistan didn't have the casualty rate of World War Two. So there's. A good yeah. Yeah. There. And I have some buddies with some Purple Hearts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, they yeah. were they they went and did three or four tours. Right. You right. know, and then come back and they get, you know, a silver star yeah, or a yeah. fucking Purple Heart or whatever. So blue diamonds, purple, yeah, blue diamonds, yeah, yeah. all of those. The yeah. Blue just kidding. White, white just kidding. So then the big guy is Someone's Warren bad. Creasy. Um, and he was the, like I said at the beginning, he was the guy we were going to do the whole, the whole show on. So Warren Creasy, um, the, the black Panthers historian who was like there at the time watching everything happen and keeping track of, of what was what, um, said that they estimated that Creasy had between three and 400 kills just himself, just himself. Well, in 183 days or whatever, that's a fucking couple of days. Yeah, that's a couple of day, yeah. Or some heavy days where they were, cause they yeah, probably were like, yeah, had yeah. some chill days. Right. Yeah. And then they said that he was, they, everyone called him the baddest man of the seven sixty first, Right. And by all accounts, he was just this shy mild mannered guy with fucking Harry Potter glasses on and like, didn't, he wasn't, he didn't brag. He wasn't like fucking some hot shit dude, but every time fucking combat started, he was just crazy That's as fuck. The dog that doesn't bark is a dog that fucking bites. Right. Right. <laughs> Gotta fucking watch out. Um, for the quiet ones. So he, uh, and he was like ballsy from like childhood, like his, when he was 12 and his girlfriend was nine. Um, this, is super, he, this is pretty adorable. Yeah, this is pretty, yeah, they grew up together. And when he was 12, he got dressed up 
And he took a bouquet of flowers and a carton of ice cream over to her house. The ice cream was for mom. Yeah, yeah. they both were. Yeah. Gave them both oh, okay. to the mother and said, with your permission, ma'am, when she's 18, I'm going to marry her. When he was 12. When he was 12. Yeah. And he did. Nine years later, he <laughs> yeah. married her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was a, he seemed like a really fucking cool cat. Um, he, uh, he joined before the attack on Pearl Harbor. So he was already in the army before um, any of the shit went down. And then uh, he, early on, he was selected for uh, being in armor and he was put into the, the 761st. So um, again, they said he was generally considered the nicest man in the battalion. Um, but they said that like when it came to combat, he was like out of his mind. He would, he would um maybe he's term berserk yeah like he would berserker. sit they would ride through a town and he would sit on top of the tank just begging for sniper <laughs> but somehow not dying yeah he, he would sit on top of the tank with the fucking 50 caliber gun with fire coming in and just be shooting the shit out of everybody like and didn't die though didn't die just fucking kept at it um the they uh, said even his commanding officers would say shit to him like but at the same time like they're not going to discipline him like you right. need that fucking yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. ass yeah. you need that guy no, yeah they, they kept yeah. telling him like you probably shouldn't do that but we're not going to like demote him or stop him right you know um uh, even like you would have to consider what what effect it would have on morale because somebody else would be like fuck yeah we can do yeah. it look at creasy yeah. there's a know? couple dudes that were like that dude was a badass like <laughs> yeah. the other dude's like he wasn't scared of anything like yeah. there was interviews of surviving old men really? who were talking bad yeah. shit about him yeah and when the tank crew cuz all the tank crews got to name their tank when the tank crew had to decide what to call their tank they said well we got to call it creasy they just named it creasy <laughs> cuz he's such a fucking yeah. badass that's pretty fucking like, cool yeah. so um on November 8th of 1944 they were in the Lorraine campaign in a town I can't pronounce. It's in French. Um, and uh, they went through a lot of heavy resistance, anti-tank emplacements, et cetera. So this was, this was how he got his silver star. So an anti-tank emplacement um, starts firing at the tank. Um, so all the tanks have to stop. So they're, you know, a huge gun, a gun that can tank out fucking tanks. That's crazy. So he jumps out of the tank um and grabs a jeep with a 30 uh, caliber. I read a jeep and then I also read a half track right which I guess would have been a, a half track it's it's got the tank like treads wheels in the front wheels in the front but not the, the tank body right oh yeah so yeah, maybe it was a jeep with a half track back end whatever it was yeah, it, it had a 30 yeah. cal on it and a 30 caliber machine gun yeah. so he ta- he commandeers the jeep um drives it over near the german position and just opens fire with a 30 cal machine gun to stop them from firing at the tank column um the his tank had gotten hit by that by that gun everybody else was staying in the tank because it was armored he jumped out and did that so the tank is fucked it can't go they get up and take another tank yeah they get up and take another tank that everybody bailed out of because they were under fire so now creasy has a second tank like he already went Doesn't through say one creasy on the side anymore <laughs> yeah moving he, to the went, next one. he moved to a jeep killed a bunch of germans moved to another tank um and uh just like kept going through, just went back into combat, kept fighting all day long in this new tank. Um, later in the day, he was doing screening operations, which I'm guessing is the whole tank, but you're looking, just gathering intel, Probably, right? yeah. I'm guessing yeah. would, be, would be my Scout. call. So he's uh, an infantry from the 26th uh, 
uh, a member of the inf- a member of the 26th Infantry Division, who's a lieutenant, um, flags him down and says he wants to go up a hill to get a better view of the fighting. And I think if you can take me up there in the tank, I might actually make it because there's a lot of fire going up that hill. And he's like, let's hop in, like hop in. (laughs) So there's heavy snow. They keep slipping on the snow. And then at some point they, uh, one of the articles said they got bogged down, but the other one said that the Germans had dug tank pits. Well, I saw that when they got to the top, they had heavy fire and he said, back up, back into the woods. Like he had, they pulled out the tank pit. Yeah. So as they pulled up, um, they were receiving heavy fire and he said back, back into the woods to the cover. And when they backed up, they fell into a pit that they had dug. Right. So the underbelly of the tank was exposed. Right. And they're getting right. fucking That's shot. Right. That's right. So he radios for help. And then another tank comes up behind him. He fucking hops out, throws a cable on the other tank, like mm-hmm. under fire. He throws a, like a tow cable. The other tank pulls him out of the fucking hole and then he jumps back in the fucking action and starts fucking fighting again. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking badass, yeah. dude. That's some movie shit. Like, I mean, <laughs> no, I know this it's happens. Fucking straight up, and we don't have an appreciation shit. for it. Like, this shit happens. People yeah. fucking do this. Like, it's real. Yeah. So then he sees that the twenty six infantry unit is under enemy fire near his position. Oh, that. But then his tank got stuck again. Mm-hmm. So they free it. It gets stuck again. That's right. Um, and then he sees that the twenty six infantry is getting attacked. So he jumps on top of his tank that's drawing fire and is stuck and he gets on the 50 caliber machine gun and he uh basically opens fire on all the german positions there was about a machine gun nests or something yeah. i think yeah so he starts opening fire on machine gun nests which didn't have 50 caliber machine guns no. and he's just fucking Tearing shredding them, them so the 26th infantry can make a retreat because this crazy bastard sitting on top of his tank getting shot at by machine gun nests shooting down the machine gun nests <laughs> before they shoot him um, yeah, 50 cows. Fuck, so he, on that up. day, he destroyed multiple machine gun nests, an anti-tank position. Um, and at the end of the day, they said that his tank crew had to track him down, get him to sit down and eat and pry the gun, the gun that had no more rounds in it from his hands. He was so wired and ready to kill. They were like, Creasy, sit down. <laughs> Give me the gun. <laughs> he's the I, wonder if, I wonder if he's just pissed. Like he's just like fuck these motherfuckers. Dude, like rocking know, back man. and like, forth in the forest. Damn. So the uh, great like if this guy isn't a, a black guy and a member of the seven sixty first, Tresvant Anderson. Tresvant. Yeah, oh, Tresvant, yeah. who was the uh, unit historian. See, where's our Patreon names like that? Exactly, dude. It's not too crazy. Yeah, but it's pretty crazy. It's not yeah. too bland. Well, you need to point out that's that it is enough. Warren G. Creasy, though, too. Like, that's oh, true. Yeah. He is Warren G. That's where Warren yeah. G. comes from. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's pretty cool right off the bat. Named after President yeah. Harding. Yeah. Yeah. So it is Warren G. H. Creasy, yeah. but yeah. Warren yeah. G. Yeah. is in there. His, his song, It Was a Clear Black Night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was yeah. all about him. Um, so the the uh, member from the uh, the historian said, and this is a quote from his reports: "To look at Warren G. H. Creasy, you'd never think that that here was a killer who had slain more of the enemy than any man in the 761st. He extracted a toll of lives from the enemy that would have framed the composition of three or four companies with his machine guns alone." So basically, this motherfucker with his machine guns killed more than three or four companies of men killed against the Germans. Um, And yet he is such an easygoing, meek-looking fellow, you'd never think that the fuzz which a youngster tries to cultivate for a mustache would never grow on his baby skin chin. 
and that he'd never use the word stronger than damn, but here he was, a youth went so primitively savage on the battlefield that his only thought was to kill, 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 and he poured his rain of death pellets into German bodies with so much reckless abandon and joy that he was a nemesis of all foes of the 761st. And other men craved to ride with Creasy and share his reckless thrill of killing the hatred of the enemy that had killed their comrades. And now he is living on borrowed time by all human equations. Warren G.H. Creasy should have been dead long ago and should have had the Congressional Medal of Honor at least. I wonder what his legend was on the German side. If they were like, yeah. this fucking guy, <laughs> the they black call, devil is coming black after death. us. Like yeah. the fucking, yeah, yeah. they had a, a rumor about him, you know? And then, like, even after the war, he stayed in the army, re-enlisted. Um, he went to Korea, where things were finally desegregated. And in Korea, he was doing the same fucking crazy shit, but a mortar blew up in his face. Yeah. And he pretty much spent the rest of his life, like, in pain, getting surgeries, fucked up from a mortar. So it does catch up with you. When you're that big of a badass in World War II, you should probably just He was the commanding officer of a bunch of white up. crews, though. Yeah, like, he, he was. He went back, and he was, he was in charge of all the white yeah, dudes in, in the 50s or in some Korea, shit. He was the, he was the CO of a bunch of a whole tank battalion, you know, yeah. of a whole of a whole chunk of the probably a company, I would guess. I'm not sure the the rankings. I bet that um, it was like fuck off about race though. Like a bunch of old good old boys like fuck that man ain't gonna be my fucking boss. And right. was like, do you know who that is? You know who that oh. fucking guy is? That motherfucker <laughs> killed 400 Nazis. He's like Damon Wayans. Yeah, and fucking yeah. Was it <laughs> Private Paint, Sergeant Payne? Yeah, Sergeant yeah, Payne. Yeah. Private. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's the 761st. I just think like. I, you know, I, I'd never heard of the 92nd infantry. I'm kind of curious to look into that because the 761st, the 92nd infantry and the Tuskegee airmen uh, were the, the 90, 92nd in, uh, infantry. They were all, they just, they only had 90 seconds. They were fucking four. Is that what it was? What? They were, huh? 92nd, 92nd infantry. The n- 90 92. seconds. Oh, yeah, they only lasted night. It was really horrible. They only lasted 90 seconds. Yeah, they seconds. went into battle. The whole the whole battalion got killed in Oh, I thought seconds. they were I thought they were precomers. No, no, no. Well, they uh, might have been. You never know. No. The army was very selective. Yeah. Um, but so I'm curious to hear about them. We still haven't really talked about the Tuskegee Airmen on the show, but they were a badass group. We did, didn't we? Did. So we talked about we the did. Tuskegee experiments, but I don't think no, we, we did, did the Tuskegee, Tuskegee Airmen. Airmen. I don't think we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I thought I know something we did a about show it. I feel like them. I know about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we did. We did the show on them. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think we did, man. I think I just got Mandela'd. No, yeah, social media winner while you're looking. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, social media winner for episode 511 for Dean Coral. Um, the Candyman Killer. Um, Lexi. Candyman can. Writes, I guess. R-E-I-T-Z. Um, is Lexi Goober. You're going to win a sticker pack on Instagram for interacting. And that's all it takes, people. You don't even have to share because Instagram is hard to share. You know, right. like special apps and shit. Right. No one can figure out that enigma. Uh, maybe you just did the you experiment. Figure it out. So um, Frankie Pigeon is going to hit you up and give you a sticker pack from Print Dirt Cheap. Um, and I throw a whole bunch of cool stickers in there. We have a bunch of podcasts on Podbelly that send stickers to us. So when you win a sticker pack like that, it's all kinds of shit. Um, there's stickers from not just mm-hmm. Sofa King, but there's stickers from SKR and Retro Vague and Art and Jacob and Piecast and Robots for Eyes. Um, there's all kinds of cool stuff in those sticker packs. So all you got to do is just, I mean, just participate. Like comment, um, tag somebody that you think might like our podcast. That's huge for us. Um, we really appreciate when you guys do that. Also, we're part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Um, go to Podbelly 
dot com and check out Paranormal Punchers. If you're into paranormal shit, there's a lot of paranormal stuff on there. I think it's just a popular podcast topic, but yeah. Paranormal Punchers, Graveyard Tales, um, those are a couple of cool podcasts to go check out. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast, a lot of good uh, educational content at podbelly.com forward slash learn. There's also some cute merch if you're into p- cute pigs and stuff. Um, also, thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, it's nutritious. It's delicious. It causes a panic attack if you eat almost a whole bottle on your wrap from Toss It. I did it last week. I was scared. It was cool while you're eating it is the problem. Like, I can keep on eating it like Flaming Hot Cheetos back in the day when you're mm-hmm. like, as long as you keep eating these, yeah, it's not hot. Right. Yeah. I, like the, stop, I like the Flaming Hot Funyuns. That's my... Fuck yeah, dude. Funyuns oh, are like... Funyuns, Funyuns are, are dope. Good, dude. I don't think Some, I've had Flaming Hot Funyuns. Though. I've had Funyuns. Flaming Hot Flamin Funyuns hot are fucking good, man. They're hot for me, but yeah. they're good. Really? Are they yeah. actually hot? They're hot for me. Man. They're the same thing as Flaming Hot Cheetos, but it's just they're Funyuns. But it's that whole, weird because when I when because <clears throat> what sucks is they still have fucking cheese in the goddamn Flaming Hots, which makes no sense. That so is I, weird. I just a flavor thing. It. But like I remember I had the Flaming Hot Doritos and I used to eat Flaming Hot Cheetos all the time and it was hot but not hot enough that it bothered me. And it's yeah. the same exact powder. And it's real cheese, it's but, not cheese product well, or some it's bullshit. A cheese product. It's a, but sometimes it's a, that's like vegetable no, something it's, and salt. It's, it's made of, yeah. of milk. Um, but it's the, made of milk. the Doritos were like significantly spicier to me than the Cheetos were. Hmm. Hmm. Well, my point is when I finally quit eating my wrap, I ran out of wrap. And I was sitting there like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Like, Oh my God. Like the, the world was clear. My fucking ears were buzzing. My face was fucking numb. Like I had super capsaicin high, but I literally had the urge to get up and start walking laps inside my shop because I <laughs> ate so much triple X, dude. There was a half a bottle left. Did you just start like, spitting? I was like, no, I didn't. That, that was only when I smashed my toe. Yeah. But I finished that first half of the bottle and went on to, and I opened a new bottle and started to go for it. And it was just, it's too much. I'm pushing, I'm right. pushing too hard. Right. I need to calm the fuck down and enjoy my food. Mm. Yep. But it's delicious. Go check it out. If you find it in the wild, take a picture of it. Tag us. Tag Elio Um, If you're new and you haven't figured out a way to support us, go to their Instagram and like everything on their page until Instagram puts you in Instagram jail. And you can come back in a couple hours or tomorrow and like stuff again. Um, but that that's meaningful to us because it shows how much you like us. Go over there and say at Sophie King Podcast sent me. Um, every time I say this, somebody goes over there and does it. I'll never talk about a broken whiskey glass again. I'll tell you guys that I, I brought down the thunder on myself. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the point was, break. you know, people are drinking whiskey out of them and they I, get drunk and break them. What break I should have, I should have been clear fault. that th- this poor man never received his glass. It was broken in shipping. It, it, it arrived broken. broken right. Not that you got a whiskey glass and you've had for it for free. three years and you fucking broke it. You threw it against the wall. That's all I'm trying to say. Someone else yeah. broke your whiskey glass. I wouldn't know yeah. about that. You let I your did. friend drink out of it. You had your chance. Your you that's, received that's, your whiskey yeah, glass. Right. You broke that shit. Yeah, this yeah. poor man never got the chance to break his own glass. It right. broke from UPS. Yeah. Right. But I found him. I got him. It's it's taken care of. It's reshipped. Good. So we got Good. it. Um, and everybody else who messaged, fuck off. No, not really. Oh. I mean, we can figure something out. Like, <laughs> and if he has any balls, he will film himself unboxing it and break it take one swig of whiskey out of it <laughs> smash and it. smash it on the ground or his, uh, or like his friend's face or well, something yeah something. He, he was in canada so it was a whole nother 27 dollars for the whiskey glass so please don't smash it right away let it happen just by well, he's the, not getting another one the mystery just, of the universe I mean, right yeah, once no, you video of it we have proof of you doing it that'd be a one true it's yours to break i have to break exactly my job was to get it to you in one piece if you want to break it go ahead yeah um Anyways, I don't know where I got all the way to that, but thank you, Elliot Uh Thank you, Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com and use code Suffolk Podcast to save some money. 
you need to get business cards, stickers, anything like that, go check them out. Also, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Uh, he makes some of the shirts that are available on our website at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. He also has a bunch of stuff at jimmydstees.com and jimmydstees on social media across the board. Go show him some love, like the shit out of everything, and uh, and buy some stuff. He's got cool stuff over there. He's a cool guy. He makes If you need something made too, um, he made this hat that I'm wearing on live feed. He's making some of the retro stuff for the koozies and the hats that I've got. So um, he can do that stuff for you if you've got a brand or a business. Um, he does great work, super affordable and uh, reliable. So go check him out. Um, also check out SKR Apparel. That's S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com. Lots of cool stuff over there. New shirt uh, just came out. It's like Kill him With Kindness. It's like a revolver with flowers coming out of the barrel or something. Cool concept. Um, also check out Retro Vague if you're into 80s stuff. Um, got some new stuff coming out. There's a Teen Wolf Hilgenfeld special shirt coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so check that out. And I think that's at retrovague.com. That's all I got. Uh, we have our Sculpt Member of the Month. Uh told you we can talk a little bit more about him this month. Right. Alex Moreno. Uh, some of you know him. Some of you might not. It was a cacophony of Bella. Uh, it was weird. Like, similar tones. That's strange. Yeah. That's strange. Um, but Alex has been around. Uh, he's been listening for a long time. For a while, yeah. yeah. Long time listener. Uh, first Dave, time you, caller. He, he, he loved us long time. Yeah. He's from your past though, Dave. You actually know him, He's man. from my past. Yes. Yeah. From days we don't, past. We Ghost from days past. We don't talk past. about it. Yeah. We don't talk about yeah. it. So he's, he's Dave recently. Sucked, Dave sucked a little yeah. dick in high school. You know, lot, lot little, of, a little. He sucked a big one too. A lot of people died. But he died. Oh. A lot of people, lot of people died. We don't yeah. talk about it. Don't but we share a we share a past. Do you we actually a, count sperm as a life though? Like, is that's not a lot of people. We share a dark That's a lot of sperm. I know. It's different. Well, now. Uh, his path has changed. He's he started to make figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be selling them. Um, kind of figures. Uh, figures. Um, he would do something. like I mean, they're that. figures. They're like they're figures. You know, like made. mathematical figures. No, like 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 figures. You like know, figurines. Like figurines. Yeah, mm-hmm. made out of out of things. Like tangerine figurines. No, like popsicle sticks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff. But he thinks they're. He, I mean. He thinks they're better. I don't than know. He sent me a picture. Of him. He thinks they're better. Not that great. Yeah. I'm not really that good, but he's I, good at a lot of stuff. Nice he is. Yeah, this he, is Thanos, and it's like yeah, it's like, like a popsicle stick with like uh, stick arms, and like it's glued together and drawn on with a marker. I mean, the thing is, but I mean, the thing is, I mean, he has Andy a really Warhol good imagination. Are, you know, like right, you know, right. yeah, the, you know, he probably sees something more than you do. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, maybe you can see it. Maybe. I don't know. I, may, I the art's just not for me. As Michelangelo looked at a big, you know, stone and he sees he's yeah. David and it's inside there. And <laughs> yeah. the, for the popsicle sticks, Alex can look at it and he sees something we don't. And maybe, may, like I said, maybe, maybe it's the Picasso thing. Maybe I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm not, it's just athletic tape. That's all I see. You know what I mean? It's right. athletic you tape know, and popsicle right. sticks. Yeah. Right. So. But anyway, uh, he's going to be going to be starting up, you know, selling them. Uh, he's going to do his first auction for autism, um, and uh, yeah, but it's it's called Tiny Sticks. What's and, he sell them for? Like uh, how much? I don't know. The one he had, he said he was going to try and get like twenty four or twenty five for it. Hmm. Hundred thousand. Oh wow! So wow. Yeah. So it's it's a big project. You know, he's trying to he's trying to you know find. He's got a baby on the way. So he's trying to fund that. How many did he? How many has he made? Just the one so Just far. The one. Yeah, yeah, it takes him. I mean, he he said basically he said it was taking him about anywhere between uh, three and six to make him. <laughs> and this is the Thanos one. I love the open yeah. ended yeah, 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 fucking yeah. numbers. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> 
you, you get where I'm going. It takes six years yeah, yeah. to make the one. Right. That's why he's asking so much for him. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, twenty four thousand dollars for three to six years. Well, I mean, you have work. to find the perfect. I mean, think how many fucking popsicles you have to eat to yeah, get the perfect for sure, sticks for sure. And yeah. they have to have the right jokes on them. Right. Right. That's a huge, yeah. huge part of this. They all have to do with snapping or genocide. Exactly. You know, yeah. And, and it's, hard to, find to, it's that hard to find that popsicle stick. It's hard to find a popsicle stick that I talks mean, about genocide. You can, they're there. I mean, yes. obviously, they're He there. sent me a one-off. Like, he signed Did a little he? paper. Sent me, it was just, where do fish keep their money? Yeah. And it said Riverbanks. And that's it was like yeah, that's yeah. not the one that's not the one it's not the one the Thanos one yeah. no we can't yeah you can't use Thanos, that you can't use uh, that yeah so tinysticks.com uh, <laughs> is his, his web address yeah. so I'll have yeah. it up soon I'm sure yeah. it has like a con- under construction thing on it right now yeah. um, or not I don't I don't know I haven't went there well but, once uh, the once the auction's live we'll put yeah, it in our definitely we'll put, put it in, in yeah the, definitely in put it in shop in the internet yeah on the internet and I forgot www.com our original website yeah yeah what is that we went there. Forgot to give uh, John Schultz a shout out. He started a, a business too. He has uh, Ideogram Clothing. I think mm. that's how you pronounce that. It's I D E O G R A M Clothing. Uh, so you can follow him on Instagram. Go check out the stuff he's got. He's got he's got a pretty funny shirt. There's one called Maximum Pendejo, which is kind of fucking funny. There's some. He's got some funny shirts on here and some good cool name. shirts. Oh, good yeah. job, John. That's a better name. Maximum Pendejo is a much better name for a, a patron for a, a porno a lucha label. Libre Fuck yeah. Lucha yeah. Libre? Oh, yeah. yeah. Maximum Bidejo? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Mexican rapper or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maximum Bidejo. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking great. Harry Hoto? So, yeah. <laughs> Someone's mad. Yeah. So That's Robin Williams. Anyway, that's pretty much it. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Join the conversation there. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Go ahead and like and comment and all that stuff. And send us messages, your hate mail, all that good stuff. Uh, we love it. So, Nick Daly on that whiskey was bad, man. But thank you. Thank you very <laughs> it's much. A gesture. That's a gesture. The thing is, though, like we appreciate that awful whiskey as much as we appreciate ev- almost every bottle of whiskey we have. Yeah, for sure. I mean, don't start sending bad whiskey. No, 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 no. Don't start doing that. That's no, not, I mean, he and might, I said he almost might, because yeah, some the, of you guys have really upped the game and sent ridiculously yeah. awesome. The thing is, of though, whiskey. the thing is, though, if you've never had that, it might be good. Some people love you know screwball. what I mean. Like Some that, people love well, that, this and shit. that's fine. Yeah, if you yeah, love if you love screwball, you should probably try like Howler because sure. you'll probably like. It. Yeah, and then go drink a glass of milk or do whatever you do. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, it's it is what it is. So and and like I said, you never know. I could have drank it and be like, oh fuck, this is really good. Mm-hmm. It's just not not our flavor. If so. you ever come here, Nick, you're, you're more yeah. than welcome to try it, and you will you probably be on our team. For sure, yeah. you're yeah. right. Yeah. That's terrible. It is a great bottle. Or he, or he likes it. cool, though. Or the bottle's very it. Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I don't, I don't It's very Thailand. It. Yeah. Just like Muay Thai. Yeah. Muay Thailand. Um, Muay Thailand. I'm hungry. So, uh, personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sophie King Britain, Sophie King Dave. Also, check out Oh, you can check out underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's Teas, uh, Pod Belly, all that good stuff. Uh, go check out Hil- Hilgenfeld. Uh, I haven't yeah. mentioned him in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, go give him, see what he's up to. I haven't checked him out. I'm going to have to go look and see what he's up to. Um, surprised he's not dead yet, but he's Draw, still alive. He's drawing some stuff for me. Yep. Making cool so, stuff. Yep. Cool. Um, Sofa King Podcast 2020 is the playlist on Spotify. Patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast. And uh, don't be retarded.
I'm supposed to like Talking shit, supposed to fight I'm the poster boy for white You just making noise, you like Mumble on the beat Might as well just annoy the mic Who wanna go to war with me? Better get your soldiers right All these gold chains Like the cocaine dealer Spit propane All the shit you say I ain't feeling Have my money in the ceiling I've been making a killing Ain't a guest in this web shit Bitch, I own the building I ran through the shit Earn my stripes I will not apologize for being white You can miss me with that race shit Racist Ain't no color when the bass hits Face it Fuck around and get a facelift I ain't Saying all them games that you playing Leave you laying right there where you stand Yeah, I ain't never needing Unless it's God or Jesus You don't love it, you should leave this land I ain't hearing what you saying All them games that you playing Leave you laying right there where you stand Yeah, I ain't never needing Unless it's God or Jesus You don't love it, you should leave this land I'm supposed to like Talk shit, supposed to fight. You ain't even close to right. You know you just a troll. You like wear a mask, burn the flag, fuck police. But I don't see nobody burn that flag in front of me. I'm so proud and I ain't backing down. Bet this gun in my lap already racked with a round. And you can get whacked. You just acting out loud. You think black people proud about what's happening now? Shit, I doubt it. Liberals yell the loudest. Bunch of white people in the crowd like they bout it. Look, hold tight to your BLM sign.